spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Thursday. Holy Thursday today. Happy uh, Holy Thursday. We've got Good Friday tomorrow. We've got uh, Easter Sunday. Uh, it's a fantastic. Passover week. started. Passover started yesterday, correct? Ramadan finishing up. A lot going on. A lot going on. Uh, so we didn't execute a guy today. We did not. No, no. So here's the deal. Uh, this guy in, what was it, 2001, uh, killed the man, Ted Price. 2002, excuse me. Killed him. Uh, and his execution date was supposed to be today, April 6th. Now, we know that's not going to happen because our governor and AG are pushing the pause button on executions. They don't believe that the people who are in charge are trained properly. I think it's horse crap, but, uh, you know, they're doing an investigation. So this guy was supposed to be, you know, put to death. Now, yesterday, the Arizona Supreme Court declined to reschedule the execution that was set for this week today. Okay, so here's the deal. There was um, uh, a hearing that was taking place earlier today uh, on Zoom. A lot of the family of Ted Price, you know, were chiming in and they showed up and the governor was supposed to show up today. And tell the courts why she doesn't want this man executed. Why are we pushing pause? What, why are we doing an investigation? And so she didn't show up. And I've got a problem with that. Yeah. I know that the governor is busy. I understand that. But the least you could do, if you're pausing the execution on Aaron Gunches, who is a slob, a disgusting murderer, is show up and tell the family why you're doing it. And look at them in the, I know it's not right in the face, but it's, look in the camera. Look in the screen and tell them why you're not doing it. But you decided not to show up. And I just don't like that. I, I, I really don't believe we're pausing these executions for any good reason. And I think, you know, we've got a family that's still hurting. We've talked to the family. We've talked to Ted Price's daughter. We talked to Ted Price's sister. And they just want this thing over with. Yeah, it's a, uh, again, why, this has been something that's been very big in the early administration of, of Hobbs. She could not show up for something like this as if something else, where was she at some sort of water meeting? She, this to me. Our reservoirs are fine. You know, this to me just shows you exactly how she feels. And I thought even worse was sending some lackey to say, oh, by the way, we're really sorry. We're sorry that this man killed your family member ted price it do, it doesn't mean anything if you send some no name zero yeah it doesn't mean anything no. but it means something coming from the governor and why can't the governor go and say listen let me explain to you why we're pausing this own it just own it that's it i just think the family it. i think the family would appreciate it i really do come out and say look uh, whether I believe or don't believe in executions. But you know what? You know you don't. So own it. Say, I don't believe it. But what I do think is, I don't think we're doing it correctly. I want to make sure we get it right. I want to make sure that everything is followed the way it's supposed to be and go from there. Own it. And instead, you send somebody else to do your bidding. Yeah, I thought she was supposed to show up. Maybe, I did too. Maybe she was requested to show up. I All right, I see it here. She was not required to do so. She was not required to show up. But I think you show up. 
Something this big, yeah. But you know what? I know that most politicians wouldn't have showed up. So what she did was just walked in their shadow. Most of these politicians are not going to show up. The governor could have said, I'm above that. I will show up. I will face the music. And I will tell this family why I've made the decision that I've made. But she was a no-show. Okay. Uh, 2008, it's not. But I'm starting to think it's, it's, it's getting bad out there. We got a big job report tomorrow. We are seeing now the defaulting on a lot of credit cards. On cars, uh, the there is a lot of stuff that's happening, and it's starting to signal now. I think people, I'm feeling something going on there. And the front of CNN today basically says April's going to make you sick, essentially, over what's going to go on with the economy. Uh, Market uh, Watch front page, we're going to see parts of the economy break. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, what does that mean? It means, you know, maybe we'll see a recession sooner than later. But, you know, there are cracks. We saw a couple banks go bad. Uh, we did. We've seen the tech industry fire thousands and thousands of people. I have no idea what the jobs report is going to look like. You know, in all fairness, I mean, President Biden has had some really great job reports yeah. while he's been the president. Now, you know, I mean, we had... A great economy, and then we shut everything down. People right. came back to work, yeah. and we overspent. We thought the good times were coming. We filled everybody's coffers full of money with COVID money. Not good. It, it, we we did a lot of this to ourselves. People tried to continue to live the way it was, and all of a sudden, inflation hit, and then we started to extend our credit cards. These things started to continue to happen. Now the rates are going up. People can't keep up with it, and it feels like there is a... Uh, a real rumbling that we we haven't passed the worst of it. Maybe we thought we did last year and that the worst of it's yet to come. And with oil potentially going up tremendously. And the hold on on 2% of the world's oil mm-hmm. is going to make our gas prices go up. Remember, we're third in the nation in Arizona. Highest gas prices. Here's a, a interesting uh, quote. Bank of America CEO. Uh, the strength of the America, uh, the strength of the American consumer. Which Bank of America CEO uh, Brian uh, Moitana, Moitana, I can't pronounce yeah, things. That's close. It is. Eh. Has previously said was the single was single handedly propping up the U.S. economy. Also appears to be waning. So what we're seeing is the American consumer is now pulling back. And what not that what the Fed wanted? That's what the Fed wants. And the Fed, if they're honest with you, and this is why Elizabeth Warren wants to is so mad at the Fed chairman Powell is he has been open and saying. We need 5% unemployment, 2 to 3 million people losing their jobs. What do we have now? Uh, 3.5%. We need that 5% unemployment because that 5% unemployment does what? It starts to really slow people down. The economy will then slow down to the point where with everybody pulling back, the fear of losing their job, it starts to bring everything into par when it comes to wants and needs and haves and spending for inflation. Right. And that can bring inflation down to, to, to 3%. The other side of it is, though, and this is something that's not being talked about. What drives a lot of things when it comes out of the inflationary times? They drop interest rates and people go from a seven and a half to a five. They take money out and they go and spend it. Mm. Most people out there, a lot of people bought houses at 3%, 2.9, whatever it is. That's not dropping down there. They're not pulling money out. Mm-hmm. And that's going to slow this down. The economy's starting to see some cracks. We'll keep our eye on it. Big jobs report tomorrow. We'll see how it goes. All right. Time for five spot. 
We're going to put five of you on the spot about a new star everybody's talking about. It's opening day at Chase Field, and Officer Tyler Moldovan is going to throw out the first pitch. So if you're not familiar with his story, uh, he was shot eight times. December of 2021, uh, the bad guy unloaded a clip into him. He had absolutely, there was no way he was supposed to live. Nope. And now he's thriving and getting better every day. And his family has said, hey, our faith got us through this and prayer got us through through this. Their prayers have been answered. So we're going to ask you at 277-KTAR, what prayer did you have answered? I think it's interesting. I don't think we've ever done something like this before. No. 277-5827. The Maldivan family had their prayers answered. What prayer did you have answered? Was it a miracle? Because I think Maldivan living today is a miracle. It doesn't have to be a miracle, but what prayer did you have answered? 602-277-5827. Share, share your story with us. Uh, it's all coming up. Five spot in the Gatos and Chad show. And Chad. Brought to you by Parker and Sons. Heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. All right, opening day, Arizona Diamondbacks, Chase Field. You can see a miracle. And his name is Tyler Moldovan, Phoenix police officer. He's going to throw the first pitch out. He was shot eight times, left for dead. His family prayed every second of every day. My goodness. And guess what? He's recovering. Doctor said he wouldn't last the night. Or years later, and he's out throwing the first pitch. Their prayers were answered. Uh, what prayer did you have answered? 277-KTAR. Was it a miracle? Let's see what we got. All right, Patty in Phoenix. What prayer did you have answered? Um, my grandson had fell in a backyard pool. And he did drown. His mom pulled him out of the pool and gave him CPR. And uh, first responders, you know, took over after that. And he was not breathing. His heart stopped. And by the time he got to the hospital, they got his heart going. But the chances of him um, coming back normal were very, very slim. Well, this happened on a Sunday. By Wednesday, he was already released. He was sitting up. He was eating pudding. There was nothing wrong with him. And he he just made it. It was a miracle. Wow. The doctors and the nurses, were, they couldn't believe it. But we prayed and we prayed for him. We had our church praying. We had friends, strangers. Everybody was praying for him. He was only 23 months old. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That is, uh, that is amazing. That's that is a, a miracle, miracle right Appreciate there. your call. Thanks so much there. Uh, let's go with uh, Jason and Gilbert. Jason, what was your miracle? Hey fellas, yeah, four years ago on my 40th birthday, I uh, I, I drank and overdosed uh, intentionally. Mm. I was in a bad spot uh, in, in my head, and I remember as I was kind of going out, my, I remember seeing my at the time 17 year old daughter yelling "Daddy, Daddy!" and my eyes closed. I could hear her. I couldn't speak, but I was uh, I was awake internally. And I remember just praying, like God, get me through this. Uh, I made a mistake. I don't want to die. Um, 
God has been great. My prayer was answered. Uh, another miracle that I had is, is that my wife and my daughter stayed uh, with me through my rehab, and I've been I've been sober ever since, and I can't be more blessed. Right wow. on, my God man. God bless Appreciate you, man. That. God bless you. Good luck with that. Wow. Uh, Jenny and Mesa, what was the miracle that you had answered? So my dad was on the liver transplant list for 11 years, and five years ago he got his miracle and was able to get the liver that he needed to save his life. 11, did you pray for 11 years? We did. I mean, the when he was first put on it, it his condition wasn't that bad, but it progressively worsened and the doctors knew he would need a liver. So they put him on the transplant list and the last three to four years, it was really rough and they were actually about to pull him off the list when they got the call two days after Christmas that there was a liver available for him. Wow. Wow. We're taking now your phone calls five spot. Uh, You can see a miracle at Chase Field tonight. Officer Tyler Moldovan will throw the first pitch out. Uh, How he survived being shot eight times, I have no idea. No. But I think it's a miracle. I think the power of prayer is real. His family, they continued to pray as soon as... Remember we were on the air when this happened? Yeah. And I was getting texts from some some of my friends who were in the Phoenix PD, and they say... You can't even imagine how many people are outside. Yeah, 24-7. People were going. They were asking people to come down. It was truly amazing. Mike in Avondale, what uh, prayer did you have answered? Well, my wife was diagnosed with bio-dark cancer, which is almost always fatal, and from the liver. And they took out a lot of parts, and they didn't think she was going to make it. And she's wonderful today. That's great. And she's... uh, I think free of cancer every time she goes in, and that is truly a miracle because they said she would not make it. Wow, Love that it, is Mike. amazing. Uh, last one real quick here. Riley and El Mirage, what miracle was answered? I got two quick ones for you. One, uh, he always provides for me, man. Um, all through COVID, I never missed a day of work, neither did my wife. And uh, about a year ago, we had to, due to certain circumstances, take our niece in. And you know what? Everything is always met. All the needs get fed, you know. And the second one and the most important one is uh, two and a half years ago, my mother-in-law, or almost three now, uh, she was uh, diagnosed with breast cancer. um, And she's a a power of faith warrior. Um, All we did was pray and I'm sitting here. She just had another checkup, and she is still cancer-free. Great. Wow, that's great, my man. Appreciate that call. Yeah, I mean, praying for big things, praying for little things. Uh, you know, sometimes you just got to hand it over to God and say, hey, it's on your timeline. And But I'd like you to do it a lot quicker. But it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. But like, Dude, you have, an, you have eternity. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's amazing. So, hey, thanks, everybody, for the calls. That was fascinating. I'm a big believer. Prayer absolutely works. Um, And just ask the family of Tyler Moldovan. Coming up next, will will tiny houses solve Arizona's teacher shortage next? Chad, you know we have a teacher shortage in the state of Arizona. I have heard. I always forget. Is it is it two thousand or three thousand? I think it's two thousand. Uh, you know what? It'll be three thousand by the end of the week. Well, given the fun. Okay. Well, how about a solution? How about a solution? All We're right, seeing wait. this around the valley. Some school districts are building homes for faculty and staff. Teacher housing is also called a teacherage. 
These homes were built in Vail, just southeast of Tucson. There are a few other Arizona districts footing the bill for tiny homes for teachers. Chino Valley Unified now has plans to build them, too. Okay, so... So we're going to pay teachers a teeny tiny salary, and then we're going to build them the teeniest of tiniest homes, 400 square feet, 200 square feet. That's this is, These are the homes where when you go to the bathroom, you're also laying down in your bed and you're in your closet, plus you're cooking dinner. Well, uh, let's just... No, it's not. Uh, yes. in tiny homes, they're pretty cool. They're not cool. Uh, if you're a young 20-something, mm-hmm. it's kind of a neat thing. No, it's not. Yeah, if, you're, if you've got... If, here's who? the thing. If you don't have to pay for it. So if you're given free housing... Who's giving you a free tiny home? Well, part of... Maybe to lure people, right? Hey, mm. you're going to work four days a week. We'll give you a free tiny home. We'll give you, you a closet it, to but stay you're going to stay there. You uh, wouldn't say no. If they told you we're going to put you up in a long-term uh, hotel, you'd be like, I'm okay with that. Hmm. Yeah, but a long-term hotel at least has, you know, some amenities. This thing has nothing. It almost has an outhouse, if you will. It does not. Well, We've been thinking about this for, for several years. It's difficult to find workforce housing. John Scholl is the school district superintendent. Hmm. He says the homes they are building will be right near Del Rio Elementary. They're small, under 400 square feet. but That's awful. Have a full bathroom and kitchen. It's like a studio apartment. No, it's not a studio apartment. No, it's not. 400 square feet is extremely tight. This is where you sit on the crapper and you cook dinner at the same time. No, you don't. Becky Lynn, back me up on this. Don't don't you sit on the crapper and you cook dinner at the same time in this house. I hotel. have seen pictures, yes, where See? the toilet right. also doubled as a seat right. at the dining table. Absolutely. There's no so, question know, about what, it. Man, I've been in, in what, what what tiny homes. They're pretty cool. You've been in tiny homes. Yes, my mother and father-in-law in... Uh, uh, the in Colorado, okay. they have a tiny home. It's it, got like a little stairway. You go upstairs, and that's where the bed is. Downstairs, they've got a bathroom, and they've got a little area where you can sit. You're, you're making it sound like a Scottsdale mansion. It is not. They seem to me like they're more like those campers that go in the back of a pickup truck. Huh. I think these are a little bit bigger. <laughs> nah, really? Have you, have you guys ever seen a doghouse? This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's about what I'm talking about. This is a doghouse, basically. You're asking I'm looking at a 400-square-foot tiny home right now. It doesn't look that bad. Let me see. That looks that bad? Yeah, it looks bad. Really? It does? Yeah, it looks bad. It does. That, you that don't want to live in that. You don't want to live in that. You, come on. That is not going to help. That's not going to help a teacher shortage. What are you going to What are you going to do? Are you going to put up a billboard in other in but if other you're states? Offering them free tiny home. If this is a free tiny home, you're offering them free tiny home to stay uh-huh. in, uh-huh. and they're a younger. Now, obviously, if you're if you're older, you're, you're married, married with children, or if you come here from a different country, right? Some of those other things. Where you know what? That might not be the worst thing. Good luck with the tiny uh, salary and the tiny home. I don't think this is going to. Guess work. what? Tiny salary if you want to do the job, yeah, uh, you're still getting that. So if you're offering somebody a tiny home, right, who's maybe single and says, you know what, I can live in there, uh, I'll see a problem with that. Hey, uh, speaking of teachers, now imagine this, just mm. if you will. Okay. Dad decides to send the kid to school because dads can do that every now and then. And the teacher notices something going on here with, say, oh, I don't know, uh, one of the kids. People are gathering around said child going, man, this kid is uh, acting weird. People at school checking him out at lunch. I wonder what's going on. Well, dad, we're going to have to call you. Whenever my son was born, the best advice I ever got was, you know more than you think you do. But today is not that day. I got to go pick up my kid from school today because I made a big mistake. You see, one of these is sparkling water, and he likes for me to pack that in his lunch because it's awesome. 
One of these is not sparkling water. Although it looks like sparkling water. Can, it is not sparkling water. Therefore, I've got to go pick up my kid from school and uh, try to explain this situation. What's the situation? It's Guinness. He sent his kid to school with yeah. beer? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could the kid drink the beer? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he wants to have a nice Guinness, you know? <laughs> tastes like pudding. Well, it doesn't right? taste like pudding. little pudding taste for all the kids over there. Everybody's <laughs> gathered around little Jimmy there. Oh, goodness. Stumbling. Jimmy rumbling. got drunk. We got nothing done after lunch today because all the kids were drunk. Like, what kind of elementary school do you go to? Why is Jimmy puking over there? Oh, uh, he had a beer. Jimmy can't hold his own as well. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so dad actually put Guinness in his son's lunchbox yeah. thinking it was sparkling water. The funny thing is when you look at uh, the their, their cans, one, it, they look very similar. Yes. They're black cans with, I guess, gold symbols on it. And dad picked the wrong one and put it. <laughs> and put it was that that was dad on the audio that was right? dad yeah okay and, and, and if you're going really quick and you're putting lunches together and you've yeah. got several kids screaming and yelling and you know it's uh, it's understandable it is you can make a mistake okay it sounded like he thought it was a funny mistake well i think dad's probably like well you know what this this He's is not be... something i normally do normally my <laughs> kid's not a big drinker at school <laughs> i think we know that but didn't the kid take take the drink and say you know what this isn't the sparkling water that i usually enjoy this mm. tastes a lot more, I don't know, like something Dad would drink. Yeah, yeah. But hey, I'm going to eat it anyways. Hey, why not put a wine cooler in the kid's lunch? I'm going to eat it anyways. It makes it for a better day, don't you think? <laughs> it makes it for a more interesting day. My kid prefers uh, a Zima. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say Zima? I don't even know Do what's happening. Do you remember happened. that? Yeah. Do you remember that? That was in the 90s, man. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. That was that was a... That was that White was, Claw. Well, the people love that stuff More of now. a White Claw drinker. Uh, wise man, you're young. Do you drink this White Claw stuff? No, but my girlfriend does. Okay. We is, have it in the fridge at home. Is that so? Oh, yeah. Do you send the kid to school with it? <laughs> That's right. I'm not allowed to pack the lunch. Don't pack. What is she? Is she eight? Yeah. Don't pack the eight-year-old's lunch, because I could see you doing this. Oh, believe me. The Guinness isn't getting out of the fridge. No, it's not. All right. All right. Hey, coming up next, uh, you may never ever have to leave your couch ever again in the state of Arizona. There is something new out there that I think you're going to use and we're all going to be fat because of it. Next. The Gators and Chad Show Afternoons. Alright, so we got Uber Eats, DoorDash, Grubhub. What's Postmates? Do you guys know what that is? Same kind of thing. Okay. That's uh, all yesterday's business, man. That's uh, that's so yesterday. That is so yesterday. How about a drone delivering your food in your backyard? Oh, that's nice. Right? So instead of a driver, by the way, don't they pick at your food a little bit? That's what I always thought. I'm just saying. I don't know. It's hard to sit there. If I've got to drive for 30 minutes to take a bunch of food around and I smell French fries and I go, you know what? Nobody's going to notice I took a French fry. All right. So this is a new type of, well, it's. It's 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 drone technology. What's going to happen is here in Phoenix, you will decide you're hungry. And instead of having someone drive your meal to your house, a drone will deliver it to your house. Here's how it goes. You call the restaurant. Some of these restaurants are getting you know involved in, in this stuff. The drone will uh, the, the person at the restaurant. This is amazing. They take the food to the parking lot and there's the drone. And they hook it. They literally hook it up to this drone and cover it up. And the drone will then take off from the restaurant parking lot and touch down in your backyard using a GPS system. Or or I 
have my own drone and I just attach something to it and said, hey, man, I'm flying over my drone right now. It's going to come out. You guys put everything in there. It'll take off by itself. It doesn't I've work already that paid way. your money. Why no. not? Because you can't just send a drone over to a restaurant. They right. don't know you. They don't know the drone. They're not going to do that. Ah, come on. It's That's, my drone. So what? You, no if gonna, I paid for the food, give my give it to my robot flying drone. I don't friend. think they're going to do it. I think they should. I think they should, too, but I don't think they're going to do it. I absolutely think they should. So uh, you know that I like this idea because obviously it works out better. <laughs> obviously, better, I am lazy. No, better for the environment. Oh, it is. It is. Mine only runs on gas. So. Because... Uh, they're not going to be enough. This will take cars off the road. And you know me. I'm all about the environment. I'm all about taking cars off the road, too, so I can get to and fro uh, where I need to go in a much quicker way. I know. I'm kind of being uh, a jerk here because I really don't funny. really care about the environment at times. I do want to like, try this, though. I want to see what this looks like. Uh, I think it'd be awesome to be sitting in your backyard, you know, and you're like, you know what? I'd like a burrito. I'd like a big, fat chicken burrito. And I want it dropped off. Literally in my backyard. And I want it fed to me. I want your drone to have little arms and feed it to me. Feed it to me. Because I've got other things going on that are too important. And then when I'm done eating the burrito, I'm going to call the restaurant back and say, uh, how about uh, delivering uh, me some uh, you know, some chips, some salsa? What if you forget? Yeah, you guys can get any chips and right? salsa. Yeah. I'm frustrated Three, with that. $3 delivery fee. That's it? That's it, man. You don't have to tip the but drone. how close do you have to be? Uh, to the restaurant? Yeah. I don't have all the answers. See, what do you think I do? Why are you, you talking well, about I, stuff? I, I you told no you was most of the stuff. Speaking of answers, if you want to get the answers, there's one school you need to send your kid to. Kanye West Donda Academy. <laughs> oh, I've heard about the Kanye West school. Please tell me about it. Uh, it's being sued right now by teachers who said kids are only allowed to eat sushi for lunch. That's torture. Yep. No kid should eat sushi. Yeah, that's it. Now, are you ready for this? They allegedly had to eat while sitting on floors without tables or chairs. Okay. Uh, the women who are black uh, are employed by it. Apparently, only black women were hired to also be teachers. Wait, they're only black female teachers? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Isn't they, that racist? Uh, um, no, it's it's Kanye. Now, get ready for this. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> kids weren't allowed to bring in any outside food or drink. Sushi was the only option every single day. They didn't provide the children with chairs. Children were forced to sit on foam cushions or stand while the teacher was given a stool. Kanye didn't allow artwork or any jewelry whatsoever because he did not like jewelry. Okay. Kids were told they had to wear all black clothes from head to toe. They were also barred from wearing anything from Nike and Adidas, and it gets better. <laughs> the list continues to get crazier because all the class was held on the first floor. So all the classes were on the first floor, even though it was two stories, because Kanye is afraid of stairs. <laughs> So, so he's afraid of stairs, meaning that the kids can't go up them. Yeah. Yeah. Why would anyone send their kid to Kanye West's school? Maybe they thought this that he was going to turn him into a hit maker. I don't think that's Teachers the case. alleged they were ultimately fired because of racial discrimination because they began to voice concern over various issues. <laughs> uh, they said there were no lesson plans or proper disciplinary measures put in place. And Kanye was also afraid of uh, kids using utensils. Didn't give out the fork, so they ate with their hands, like uh, you know, like you know, like in in the cave, yeah, caveman days. I just uh, I can't believe that school didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Kanye West. I wanted to open his own school. Oh, Kanye, yeah, he, he doesn't did like for a while, kids. He just so. say this is torture. I love like, how you can't wear a Nike or Adidas. <laughs> I love how you have to eat sushi every day. I would have starved. That I would have starved. I would have starved. Uh, you know, well, legendary voice of the Suns, Al McCoy, has announced his retirement. 
Uh, we want to hear from you. Text Al to six twenty six twenty. Submit a video that says "Thank you, Al." Throw a Shazam in there. Just text Al to six twenty six twenty. We've got a big five o'clock hour coming up. Uh, could Arizona gas prices surpass even California? It's all coming up. The Gatos and Chad Show.